everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today we are in 1 Samuel 23, but before we get there, I am in the podcast studio for the first time this school year with one of our Watermark students, Bo Richardson. Yo. Bo, it's good to have you back. It is good to be back. You've been here a few times, and now I feel like we're friends. We've come a long way. We are. You, yeah. We were strangers when you did the first episode Truly. with me. So this is, this is a good place to be. And uh, for the rest of the school year, we're going to have students on the podcast every Wednesday because that's when our small groups for middle school and high school meet. And every once in a while, Shoreline, our monthly gathering for high school students. And so as the school year kicks off, Groups start meeting this evening, with the exception of sixth grade. They'll be a little bit later. As groups start meeting all over the city of Dallas, how can people young and old be praying for Watermark students this school year? Yeah, I would say something that really helps small groups is vulnerability. And that can be very hard for uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers. Because mm-hmm. you're, how old are you? I am about to be a junior. I'm 16. 16. Love yeah. It. And yeah, vulnerability is just something that really helps high school students and middle schoolers experience community the way that God designed it. Mm. And I think that's something that's just hard for students. So I think to take the courageous step to share. Yeah. Amazing. We'll pray for it. Um, I say we just jump right in. You've been here before. We'll link those past episodes. So if you want to hear his story, learn a little bit more about him, you can find those links in the episode description. You studied 1 Samuel 23. What takeaways do you have? What'd you learn? The first thing that stuck out to me in 1 Samuel 23 was David's uh, willingness to serve others, even when he wasn't safe, well, or responsible. And we can see that in the first paragraph, uh, that he's not even king, and he is willing to defend his people or his soon-to-be people that he'll be king over. Mm-hmm. And he has an army of like ragtag Jews and you see it in the last uh, chapter that they were, they had debts and, you know, they weren't the, they weren't the best and brightest. Yeah. No, yeah, but he was still willing uh, to go and fight uh, on behalf of, uh, of his people because he wanted to defend them and he cared for them. So he asked the Lord about that. And the Lord told him that he should go Hmm. uh, fight them. And the Lord delivered him through that. And that reminded me of a verse from Proverbs, Proverbs eleven twenty five, which says, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Mm. And I think that was something that's convicting for me is that David wasn't safe or well when he was still willing to serve others. And I think we often... David wasn't safe or well, and he was still willing to serve others. Yeah. And I think that we often think that we have to be well before we can help people get well. And that's, it's, it's important to it's be well. Principle. Yeah, but it's also, uh, as we can see in Proverbs, like God will refresh us and mm. we can just consistently and constantly serve others despite how uh, we feel like we're doing because God will give us that energy and he'll sustain us through that like he did with David. Totally. So let me ask you this, Bo. How does that play out practically for you at 16, the idea that, we don't have to have it all perfectly together to invest in somebody else. What does that look like for you? Yeah, I think that looks like the small things because mm. a lot of teenagers will you be in cranky moods. It'll be sassy. <laughs> you know, we've had a long day at school. Sure. But holding the door or, you know, giving our parents a hug or mm. telling a friend what they mean to us. You know, the really simple, the truly small things. 
that we can so easily put off because mm. of our situation. I think that that is a good way to demonstrate uh, what love looks like and to, to reflect God's love onto others. So good. I mean, that. I think that translates no matter what age you are. It's a great, great application. What else? What's the next next takeaway you had? Another thing I noticed was uh, about Saul. And Saul in this passage has been disconnected from God. And I think that that really shows because him being disconnected from God caused him to be unaware of the true work of God that was going on. Because we see in verse 7 that Saul says, God has given him uh, David into my hand, for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. And then in f- verse 14, it says, And Saul sought him every day, but God did not give him into his hand. Mm. So he was completely misaligned with, with what was happening in yeah. God's will. God's will is on one side of the field and, and Saul is on the other. Yeah. yeah. And he goes on to bless people who betray David in verse 21. Let me read that for us. Verse 21. Oh, yeah. He says, hey, Saul said, may you be blessed by the Lord for you have had compassion on me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, outright, he blesses those people who betray David. Yeah. Explicitly. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, I think we can see how David is connected to God constantly. In verses 2, 4, 10, 11, and 12, Mm. David in some form uh, inquires of the Lord or calls upon the Lord. And this was another just convicting and good reminder for me to stay in constant communication with God, to walk with God like uh, Enoch does in Genesis 5. And like Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in Every situation, mm. right, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, uh, present your request to God. And that's just a, a good reminder and a good example set by David. Uh, at the same time, he also wrote Psalm 54, which you can go read, but that was written during the story of this passage. Mm. And he's praising the Lord yeah. <laughs> while he's getting sought after and trying. Chased. He's yes. running for his life, he quite is, literally. He's literally running for his life. One of the other things I learned uh, was what an ephod was and how David used that. It was essentially uh, a garment worn over like a priestly robe, which held the breastplate that contained an urim and a thummim, which were Mm, all used for mm -hmm. oracle purposes. Yes, the stones. Yes, and all all that to say it was divine communication and it was Mm -hmm. complicated. Yep. But it is no longer complicated because of the work of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Um, And I think that's... That's an amazing thing to think about is David was desperate to communicate with God, but we don't have the same barrier that David has because we're living uh, post-cross and post-resurrection. And I think that's a good reminder that we can be connected with God like David was in a way that David wasn't able to. That's that's really good. David was desperate to communicate with God. And his day, that looked a little bit more complex. And so we'll link. There's a great Gut Questions article about the stones. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll put that in the description as well if you want to do a deep dive on these fortune-telling, not really, but this this method that people back in David's day would use to to try to discern God's will. We'll put that in there. But this idea that David was desperate to communicate with God makes me want to ask the question, how desperate are you or how desperate are we listeners to want to communicate with God? Because desperation says, I'm going to go to great lengths 
to arrive at a certain destination. I'm going to be in this cave and I'm going to write gazillions of psalms pouring out my heart to the Lord because I'm desperate to communicate with God. And today you could you could take that metric and say, hey, am I willing to journal every day? Am I willing to journal prayers to God once a week? And even that tells you something about your level of desperation. Maybe writing isn't your thing, but are you willing to turn off the radio and pray to God once a day, once a week, once a month? Like We can really measure our desperation to communicate with God based off of how we employ spiritual disciplines. Agree? Disagree? I totally agree. I love it. Final thoughts, Bo? Yeah. The last thing that stuck out to me was the final interaction between Jonathan and David, uh, which is recorded in this passage. And uh, I'm just going to read a little bit uh, of this interaction, starting in verse 16. And Jonathan Salson rose and went to David at Horesh and strengthened his hand in God. And he said to him, do not fear for the hand of Saul, my father, shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel and I shall be next to you. Saul, my father, also knows this. And I think that is very encouraging to see how Jonathan can, in humility, love David in such a radical way that's unknown today. He establishes a covenant with him uh, right after this, but it's just the pure love that stands out to me. He's willing to be second in command. He's willing to have to separate himself from his father because he is willing to follow the Lord's will, which he knows involves David being king and not Saul. Um, And just that pure love and that humility. Sweet friendship. Sticks out to me. And I think that's something that we can try and model, that we can strive for. Yeah, we can emulate it. So good, Bo. You feel good? I feel good. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being the first, the first student of the school year. Grateful for you. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.